Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. Jumping back in with Kelly Jamison, speaker and therapist. You know it's good when we're in here and we're like, hang on, there's too much on the A types. Now, how do we, what about the B types? Mm-hmm. So this is a sequel, if you haven't already listened to the A type <laughs> podcast. Now we are listening to the B type podcast. And we're going to dive straight into that. What mm-hmm. is a B type? Everything else that's not an A type. Oh. So there really are only two types, A and B. I think so, yes. Okay. So the B type is a little disorganized. A little scattered. Mm-hmm. Super, super relational. Very relational, very feeling. The relationships are more important than oh. the project. More sensitive. More sensitive. Oh, then maybe I am a B. Are they, are, <laughs> but, they're, but they're still high achievers or achievement is not the metric? They can still be high achievers, but it's not the first priority. They put people over, over, over everything, relationships overall. You got it. Jody, you're a B type. Okay, I'm so I'm a B. You're a high high functioning, almost <laughs> A type, but you're really a B type. Jody is Jody is relational above all else. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny. High no, that's functioning. A maybe thing. you cartwheel maybe you sit on the line. <clears throat> yeah. 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 You might. You might. Um okay, well so tell us when a, a, let's start with the kids. Like mm-hmm. a B type child walks yeah. into your office, sits down mm-hmm. and they're struggling, maybe because they're, you know, trying to meet a lot of expectations of adults when mm-hmm. they really just care about their friends clearly. Right. Yes. So what do you, and how do you guide Somebody said them? something that was, that, that, that has hurt them, even though mm. maybe it wasn't really mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah. Because the A type's going to be like, well, that's not what I meant. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like to think of kids in two categories. Not that they're this simple, but it helps me stay organized. You have a push kid or a pull kid. Some kids you're pushing. Those, those are going to be your more B types. Got it. Some kids you're pulling back. Those are going to be the A types. And really the purpose in both of those is just wellness. Wellness is just the ability to traverse between hard and easy all day long. Like that is general wellness. Say that again. That was great. Just say that (laughs) again. Literally the definition of wellness is to just be able to traverse back and forth between hard stuff and easy stuff all day long. Meaning, because I do think children have a hard time and so do adults that something really bad, you get one bad text at 10 and yeah. it is hard to get your head back in the game yes. by 1030. That yes. is hard. That, I've watched my children struggle with that. Yeah. So I can, I can identify pretty early on if I have to pull the child back, meaning like, dude, like chill, mm-hmm. right? Like you're way too young to be this stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, or the more push type that's like, okay, like, let's talk about why you're so scattered and everything's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Because mm-hmm. you know? we do want you to go to college, right? Yeah. I mean, you do want the beef, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, yes. But then you also have to look at what is the environment we've put this child in. Mm-hmm. Are they at this really elite private school mm-hmm. where they are just messaged constantly during the day about achievement and success and value? I mean, there are several schools in the area that the Kool-Aid is toxic, and then I get these kids in therapy and I push back a little bit 
and they just look at me like I have three heads. So you have to you have to understand if the child is struggling, whether they're an A type or or a non A type, like what environment are we putting them in? Okay. And is that environment building them up or tearing them down? Because mm-hmm. I tell you, if if you've got a child who doesn't value metrics and you've got them at one of these elite private schools, it's ego dystonic, mm-hmm. meaning they're hearing things that don't square with who they understand themselves to be. And that's confusing for a child. And then if you have a household that emulates also the messaging of the school, but you've got like a type B kid, now they're really questioning Mm. themselves because the adults at their school are pushing metrics and then they have parents that are pushing metrics and the child doesn't feel that urgency and they get confused and they start to think what? Okay, I'm dumb. I don't get this. I am unlovable. I can't do what everyone else around me is doing. And then it starts to chip away at their sense of self or their confidence. Mm -hmm. But the hardest thing in Dallas is to change schools because our identity is so tied up in in these communities Mm -hmm. that that's really hard for a family, even if it's the best thing for the child. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this, though. Eventually, when you are running any kind of company, tiny or massive, there are metrics. You must meet your financials. You must return money to the investor, whatever. Mm-hmm. So how do we also help that that B type who is uber relational and clearly wants to be playing golf and getting the deal, mm-hmm. which let's be clear, that's a great skill set, great mm-hmm. skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you help them also understand this is great, this is not who you are, but you still have to do these things over here because the world is, I mean, everything's data right now. Mm-hmm. Every, even this podcast, how many people listened? How many people downloaded? Every, <laughs> we know that you are the most popular podcast. So why are you back? Because of metrics. metrics. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, uh-uh, we love you. We just actually want to hang yeah. out all Thank day. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, to answer your question, I think you have to explain to them the why. Because they so don't... The bees need the why. The bees need the why. They need to be explained why these numbers and these statistics and these things are important to the growth of the business or just simply their role in the company as well too. Like the why is important to them. Don't assume that a B understands the why until mm. you have explained it to them. Or you've asked them what their understanding of the why is. And perhaps they cannot give it back to you. And then that indicates that they don't understand the why, so therefore it does not have as much value to them. Mm-hmm. When they walk in, when the bees walk in, are they mostly having issues with this why? Or do they, because they are so relational, or are you helping them with relationship issues? Well, bees? it can both. It can be that they're they're not doing enough like executive functioning type stuff that they need to be doing, or they're so relational that they've gotten into the weeds with their friends about mm-hmm. it, and now they can't get out. Okay. And how do you help the one in the weeds with the friends? Because I do think, especially I've heard you know the friendships start being like so primary, and there's a lot of complication. And and speaking mm-hmm. of the private schools, there's only twenty five girls or right. thirty yes. boys. You know, you yeah. Can't. I mean, I think the quick answer is. Um, I talk to kids about 50-50 friends and 100% friends, you know, and they start to understand. Some of these kids have been together for a long time, and you can talk about the history with them and say, okay, this is sort of a 50-50 friend, meaning sometimes they're cool and sometimes they're not. But you just got to know every time you talk to him or play with him, like he's going to be a 50-50 friend. So Mm -hmm. don't get your feelings hurt if he's off today. Mm-hmm. Who are your 100% friends? Meaning every time you see them and talk to them, they always have your back. They always build you up. They're always there for you. They were always there to listen. That's a 100% friend. It's a hard lesson to learn because kids want to assume everyone's a 100% friend. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they want to assume that they themselves are 100% friends. But if you really look at the details, so when I get into the weeds with some of these kids, we start to sort out like who are the 50-50 friends and who are the 100% friends. And that's a really good way to say it. In fact, someone's clearly been to you because somebody told Hawkins to you're a 100% friend. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> they did. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, told somebody else they were a 50-50 and then told Hawkins he's 100 so they've clearly been to you. That's funny. What? Okay, so now how do we help them organize in the organization Mm -hmm. front because at some point you do find yourself because I do have this B-type child Mm -hmm. where it's like his stuff is everywhere he's Mm -hmm. kind of a mess he's getting Mm -hmm. better we have notes on the wall of the steps he should be taking Mm -hmm. so I can just say did you check your steps yeah yeah this is a hard lesson first of all I'm obsessed with school supplies like I love 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 them oh my god I do my child, one of my sons said to my other kids, you know that this is the one time a year where mom will literally buy you anything. <laughs> yeah. Like anything. I just love school spy. But I think to answer your question, <laughs> the short answer is um, what is organizational for you may not be for your child. Okay. And that's hard. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like my high schooler, for example, he said he just wanted like an accordion file with and I was like, well, I'm sorry. I thought I laughed because I thought it was a joke at first. Like, what do you mean an accordion You're messing file? With me. Yeah. Like, that is not how we organize. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Binders. What did you want? What did you want? I wanted for him? like color coded folders and spirals, like for each class. And he just looked at me like, no, like he legit wanted an accordion file, which I would never, <laughs> never mm-hmm. think that that was going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. So that's to how to get them organizationally sound is to just ask them what has worked for you in the past uh-huh. because what works for me right is not going to work for him right now i also have my middle child my only girl like goes to a performing arts school like, yes, it's yes, very creative yes, very yes. performative and they literally have their own rooms and it's all like i just hold my breath when i walk in there because it's just her stuff is everywhere chaos, chaos. artistic oh. chaos but you know she's she been my has... child for 12 years and i'm like she is who she yeah. is yeah i'm not changing that one yeah. She's going to have to learn on her own. Yeah. When she misses a deadline or forgets to have something signed. Like, when she fails. When she fails. When she fails. When she fails. Oh. Or I, I watched an audition for her yesterday and everyone else was taking it so seriously and she was just giggling the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> why are we here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we here? Yeah. But then I had to remind myself, like, this is not about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She will turn it on when she wants to turn it on That's, and she is who she is. That's true. I really feel like as cheesy as this sounds, this sounds like Clay and I always talk about this, like the whole his needs, her needs thing, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you need affirmation. I need quality time, mm-hmm. but you want to give the other person what, what your you love language mm-hmm. is. Right. And mm-hmm. so you're trying to give your child your school supply love language and yes. he's like no that's not my love language right so maybe just m- doing a better job of letting them be part of the process instead of being dictated to yes for sure do you have just any like distilled question that you're like a lot of parents right now are asking me blank or like i just the anxiety is so high everyone's trying to do this is there any commonality amongst like the parents that are seeking out help right now or is it just all over the map i mean i think we've touched on it today and it is parents are just really anxious about their children not being included mm-hmm. on the uh-huh. right club teams and invited to this tryout. And I think that is really, I'm hearing a lot about that. Mm-hmm. What well, about it's because it all, just, it, it all just happened. That's right. right? All yes. the tryouts just happened. Yeah. She's got a boy yeah. and girls yeah. trying out. In the so. lacrosse world. And, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, 
some dads that don't know maybe your child and I mean there's just so many dynamics that go into it so and so does business together so and so has been best friends together so Mm -hmm. they can't exclude even though I mean it is crazy it's crazy and the phone calls that happen I mean Mm. you know we always roll our eyes at teenagers but I'm like girl like watch these dads in the lacrosse world call each other super favorite things Kelly's told me but I also love just when you're gonna bring up something that's complicated you just literally say and what questions do you have for me and then you just sit there and then you can find out where your kid really is going about something that you're trying to navigate as a family you know Mm -hmm. a health issue within your home you know you just say this happened what questions do you have for me and you might find out it's a very simple question and Mm -hmm. you don't need to get into all the weeds but they or they might ask an extremely complicated right because you start imparting your past and what you've seen and what you think into it and becomes larger than just their basic question of should i play with them today Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you just assume that you know what everything they, about your child, including what they think about everything. Yeah, and oftentimes we miss the mark. So don't overassume. Boy, I'm definitely doing that. Okay, it's Kelly Jameson, your absolute Gosh. favorite. Um, thank you so much. Thank Kelly. you so much. Thanks, you actually Chris. truly help us. I love this therapy. I yeah, I know. It's Thanks amazing. for the therapy, Kelly. <laughs> Anytime. Slate, Slate it. it. The Slate is a co-working and content studio in the heart of the Dallas Design District. To learn more about The Slate, visit us at www.theslateproperties.com. And to submit ideas for podcast guests, please email us, info at theslateproperties.com. Fast Facts is recorded and mixed at The Slate's podcast studio in Dallas.